Welcome to the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders discover how to create more success in their leadership journey with less sacrifice in their life. Here's your host, Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity. Hey, hello, and welcome. I am Debbie Peterson of Getting to Clarity, and this is the Getting to Clarity podcast, the place where busy women leaders come and get the tips, tools, and techniques that they need to create more success in their leadership with less sacrifice in their life. And today is a really important topic. We are talking about toxic productivity. You know, I heard this term and I thought, ooh, Toxic productivity, what is that? Well, that's what we're gonna dive into today. What it is, how it holds you back, and what it is that you can do instead. So my question for you is, do you always feel busy, but like you're not getting anything done? That hamster on a wheel. You know, if so, toxic productivity may be creeping into your life, and it's a common problem for people in leadership positions, especially women because we have so much going on. And the problem is it can hold you back from achieving the impact that you wanna make and having the influence that you want um, in your leadership and your life. So I'm gonna paint the picture of what it is and, and what you can do. So toxic productivity is the idea that we should be productive all of the time and that any time we have downtime, it is wasted time. We shame ourselves, right? And the thing is that this toxic mindset, and it is a toxic mindset, it can lead our, ourselves to, to push, to push ourselves really too hard. And the problem there is that it, we can go sliding right into burnout. Um, it can cause us to focus on um, a quantity over quality mindset. So then we aren't showing up the way that we want to. We're kind of, um, pardon my French, but half-assing it, uh, as my mama used to say. And uh, toxic productivity, it, it, it's it running in the background and it makes us feel like we're doing um, too little or we're not doing enough, even when we're working around the clock. And then so we think that we're not doing enough and then we need to do more and we're trying to figure out how to fit even more in a day that's already jam-packed. And that is where we get trapped. So it's like a vicious cycle. And essentially, it is high functioning on steroids. And with the normalization of remote work, it's gotten even more prevalent. And that's kind of, that's the problem. And that's why it is such an important topic today. So it's not sustainable. I guess you wouldn't be surprised um, because we can't keep up with that level of intensity forever. It will catch up with us. Um, we will get the cosmic two by four. And I can say that because I have been hit with the cosmic two by four right upside the head on more times than I can shake a stick at. And uh, my definition of the, to uh, the cosmic two by four is when you know something, you feel something, you hear that little voice in your head and you ignore it, you push through it, you power through it. And then pretty soon um, you have no choice. Um, in my case, it showed up as spraining a rib in my back. And I was on uh, muscle relaxers and painkillers going to the chiropractor, the physical therapist, and the massage therapist uh, for five weeks. I couldn't go to work. Um, I was working, but I had to be on my back while I was doing it. I was in so much pain. That's an example of a cosmic two by four. So um, 
how do you know that you have it? So I, I want you to, because it was a relatively new term to me, it may not be for you, but I, I want to give you some examples of some ways that you can identify with it if you have it or if you kind of are leaning in that direction. So for instance, maybe you feel that um, you have failed when you don't get your entire list accomplished, even though if you, you knew the list was unreasonable to begin with, uh, you, you wrote the list and you thought, there's no way I can get all this done. And then you beat yourself up when you don't get it done um, because you always think you could have done more. Maybe you feel like a slacker anytime you take some time for yourself. You think that you should be doing something um, that you're not being productive. And if you've ever told yourself, well, I'll rest when I'm dead. Yeah, that could be a sign. Um, maybe you feel fatigued. Um, I mean, and, and not just tired, but truly exhausted, fatigued, because you've been running at an unsustainable pace. You know, you know probably that you have too much going on, but you don't know how to stop. That could be um, you moving towards toxic productivity. Um, maybe you define yourself as a workaholic. Um, it's a badge of honor for you. Maybe you even say it with a chuckle, but deep down you're serious. You are a workaholic. You do know this about yourself. Um, perhaps you can't just switch off at the end of the day. You know, the phone doesn't stay put away. Just one more message, just one more email, one more call. Um, calls are happening during family time. Your brain is waking you up in the middle of the night to remind you of everything that you have going on. You could be moving towards or be in toxic productivity. Maybe you've gotten to the point where work is now more important than um, eating well or taking um, good care of yourself, having those, those steps for self-care. And you're starting to skip meals and workouts and massages or whatever else was keeping you aligned. So, you know, if you're reading this and you're thinking, yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Uh, here are some tips to help you get toxic productivity under control in your life. So the first tip is to sit down and figure out what is really most important to you. And I know that seems like a no-brainer, but so many of us go through life on autopilot. We don't take the time to think about what it is that we really want or what's really important to us right now because... As we go through life, different things come into um, focus and become a priority. So what area of life is most important to you right now? If it's your career, well, great. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But if it is uh, career is important, but family or health and fitness is more important, but yet they're at the bottom of your list, well, that's important to know and to acknowledge and recognize. Your job is not to focus on everything. But your job is to focus on the most important aspects of your life for you at this moment. Because again, as your life changes, so do your priorities. And you know, a, a disclaimer, the world will continue to spin without your constant supervision. Okay. And that was a really tough lesson for me to learn. Um, so I'm there, you know, with you. Uh, I'm laughing with you, not at you. Um, but you do have the choice to let go or loosen your grip on things that aren't a priority. So the second tip for toxic productivity is to set clear boundaries between work time and personal time. This is crucial. So how do you set these boundaries? So first, you need to be clear about your priorities and communicate them to other people in your life, whether this is personally or professionally. Because this is where toxic productivity can creep in when we try to do 
everything and be everything to everyone. That's a problem. So be honest with yourself about what is realistic, what isn't, and don't be afraid to say no to things that aren't a priority. Ultimately, we are teaching people how to treat us. And if people are walking over us or walking over our boundaries, then we've got an opportunity there. It may come with a tough conversation. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but you know, you get to decide. So put away the phone, block out the calendar and learn to say no. The third tip to help with toxic productivity is to make yourself take breaks. So taking a break seems like it's a, a little thing and it wouldn't have much of an impact, but it's the consistency that you do it. So set a timer on your phone or your watch and just get up and walk away. So the idea is you're changing your physiology, you're moving your body, even if it's just walking to another part of the house or the office, um, it sends a signal to your mind and to your body that the pattern has been interrupted. It's kind of like, ooh, I'm in a different place. Then you get to reset. So what, you, what happens is that when you do this, you come back to your work, you've got fresh eyes, and it gives you a little bit of a recharge. And it also gives you the distance to see things from a different perspective. Now, have fun with it. Maybe you gamify it if you have to, to make this become a better habit for you. So any day that you take two or three breaks, even if they're tiny ones, you get a gold star, okay? So the fourth tip for toxic productivity is to set an intention for your day. So doing this at the beginning of your day. So as you start your day, as you start your morning, what would be the best outcome for today? What would be a successful day on your terms? You get to define it. So just thinking about this at the beginning of your day sends instructions to your mind to say, this is what I want to find. And what it does is it gives you unconscious guidance on what to say yes to and when to say no. Uh, perhaps even you create a list of what's most important to accomplish. Now, wait a minute. As a high achieving woman, I know what that list would look like, but here's the deal. It can only be three things, but three doable things. It can't be three huge things. It's three doable things within the day that you have that are realistic. So it focuses you to really zero in on what is most important. So take some quiet time in the morning and take control by saying what's important to you because either you're influencing your day or you're giving permission to other people and other things to exert their influence over you and which way do you want it to be. So the fifth and final tip is to pursue joy and happiness. What brings you joy? What makes you happy? Do you know? So build time into your day and your week to do the things that put a smile on your face. No one's going to do it for you if you don't do it for yourself. And nobody knows better than you what brings you happiness and joy. And keep in mind that it's not selfish to prioritize your joy and happiness. It's necessary. You cannot give from an empty cup. As a matter of fact, you can't even give from a full cup. So you need to fill yours up so that it is overflowing with the energy that you need to be able to um, deal with others or take care of others, which is pretty frequently, right? So yours needs to be, your cup needs to be overflowing. So think about what it is that puts a smile on your face. 
Is it jamming to music in the car? Is it meditation in the morning? Is it walk at a lunchtime? Is it um, a candle at dinner? Is it a nice bottle of wine, but not the whole bottle of wine? Um, you get to decide because joy and happiness is an inside job. No one can define it for you. And distinguish, to distinguish between joy and happiness. So Brene Brown, one of my favorite authors, I just love this woman, and her energy, she says joy is the most vulnerable emotion we experience. And I agree. Um, joy is not happiness. So happiness is what we feel when things are, according to you know what Brene says, when things are going our way, okay? Joy is something different entirely. It is a deep sense of contentment and satisfaction that comes from living a life that feels purposeful and meaningful to us. It's an emotion that comes from within, not from our external circumstances. So just keeping that in mind. So I hope that this article, that these tips, um, that this podcast has brought about an awareness that you're starting to think about things differently, that you now have a better understanding of what toxic productivity is and whether you're falling into its trap. So you know, if you find that you have been, don't judge yourself, don't be too hard on yourself because this awareness is the first step to changing your mind and to getting the clarity and the joy that you deserve. So please be good to yourself. And until the next time, here's wishing you all the clarity that you deserve. Take care and bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Getting to Clarity podcast with Debbie Peterson. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcasts. To learn more about how you can create more success with less sacrifice in your leadership and life, visit gettingtoclaritypodcast.com.